You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. Okay, so today I have a movie review for you. So I'm excited to do this particular review because I really like this movie. It was one of those ones that was like a free kind of included with the Netflix account that I already had. So I was like, hey, this is free and I want something different. So I want to check this movie out. Just so you know a little bit about me, um, any movie review that you are going to get here on this podcast is going to be pretty random because I don't like your typical run-of-the-mill films for the most part like I like to seek out like random independence I like a lot of docuseries and stuff like that but anyway this movie doesn't really fit into those genres but it was informative it's based on a true story and it was just different like I'm so sick of all of the like remake movies that have been made 50 million times already so anytime I can see something different and learn something especially about a culture that I don't know a lot about I am all for it so this movie did all that for me and the name of the movie is called The Sapphires I actually thought that this was a new movie because it was new to Netflix but once I started um searching around I found that this movie actually came out in 2012 so um but it's not a popular movie so you probably have never heard of it or seen it because I hadn't either so again the name of the movie is called The Sapphires and so The Sapphires is about a 2012 Australian musical comedy drama film based on the 2004 stage play by the same name, which is loosely based on a true story. The film is directed by Wayne Blair and written by Keith Thompson and Tony Briggs, the latter of whom wrote the play. And by the way, Wayne Brayer, uh, Blair is an Aboriginal Australian writer and actor director and has most recently been seen um, in some other things. But anyway, so the Sapphires is about the Yorta Yorta Indigenous Australian women. Um, their names are Gail, Julie, Kay, and Cynthia, who are discovered by a talent scout, which is played by Chris O'Dodd or dude, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but once you see the trailer that I'm about to play in a couple of minutes, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, and they formed this group called the uh, Sapphires and they traveled to Vietnam in 1968 to sing for troops during the war. And yeah, so it's a very unique story because first of all, it has the Aboriginal women as a main, as the main character and we don't know that much about Aboriginal women. And for me, like randomly, I always have like liked this culture, like just knowing more about this particular culture. They are just like super cool to me. Like, I don't know why, just like, like learning about them. So I was like, oh, a movie about Aboriginal women. How cool is this? And they randomly go to Vietnam in 1968. And this is based on a true story. Like, sign me up for this randomness man so um i really enjoyed the movie let me go ahead and play the trailer really quick for you i am going to um do that on a quick little screen share here 
So, and this is the trailer that is up on IMBD. So you could see it there. And later in this episode, I'm going to tell you some places where you can see it for free. Okay. Regardless if you have Netflix or not. So playing the trailer. All right. First off, we've got sisters from the place called Cromero Runch. Cromerano Ranch. Cromero Ranch. Well, today I started loving you. That wasn't terrible. Read this, will ya? Singers and dancers wanted in Vietnam. Why you show me that? You need a job, don't you? Well, we're offering you one. You're black. And you're singing country and western music. It's just wrong. Well, what do you think we should sing? If you want to perform for the brothers of Vietnam, you gotta give them soul. Oh, this dopey white fella know about soul music. My blood runs Negro, woman. <laughs> Can you make it sound blacker? I, I, I wonder. And your name again? We're the sapphires. We'll see you in Saigon. One, two, three. Okay, Vietnam. One, two, three. I'm Can't shake your money maker for the brothers tonight. Y'all on the first plane back to Austria tomorrow. Australia. Soul music is about loss. So every note that passes through your lips should have the tone of a woman who's grasping and fighting and desperate to retrieve what's been taken from her. And what it is that you're searching for, that's up to you. Girls, sing something. Anything. It's all about the shoulders. They don't belong to me. They belong to the music. Move over, Aretha. Pack your bags, Supreme. There are some new cats in town. You said because I'm white, I can't dance. Is that it? Yeah. Well, that's just racist. You're a racist. You should know better. So that was the trailer. And so now that you've seen the trailer, I want to just kind of give you my synopsis of the movie. So first of all, I will say, like, you know, this was kind of an independent film, um, you know, so don't expect like the best, you know, acting like the best actor in the movie is definitely um, Chris O'Dodd or O'Dude. I'm probably saying his name wrong. <laughs> um, he's really the like, you know, an A-list like actor or he might be B-list actor or whatever. Anyway, one that you're used to seeing. But the other women, um, you know, they are actresses and entertainers in Australia. But to my knowledge, this is like their first was their first breakout film and everything so you know there were some places where you could tell that the acting was not like you know maybe what you're used to seeing in a blockbuster film or whatever but for me like taking a look at this story and just seeing the movie was more important than that the acting wasn't horrible you know what I mean it wasn't so distracting you're like oh my god this is horrible but I mean, you could tell, but again, independent films, that's kind of like what comes with the territory. So it's fine. Now, I like this movie because again, it shows you a totally different culture. Most of us don't know a lot about the Aboriginals. And so I thought that was cool. It showed, you know, just their family time and things that they do. And, you know, 
you wouldn't think of aboriginals like in the 60s singing in this random like soul group like that's just not the first thing that comes to mind so i thought that the film did a very good job of showing um a different culture and like the similarities that they have with american culture and they liked american music um, the film also does a really good job of touching on some really serious issues that were going on at the time. It touches on racism in a like a different way, like an environment that you you know are not used to seeing the sixties. In typically, it's like okay, civil rights, you know, like Southern America, like that whole business. But this is showing like the same thing happening in Australia at the same time and then even like when they went over to Vietnam experiencing some racism there um it also talks about kind of you know some of the issues from um being biracial um, in aboriginals. It talks about how some of the biracial aboriginal children were just taken and away from the moms and put into um, foster homes just to be kind of made white so that that population, so that the aboriginals would not become more populous than the um, whites in Australia at that time. So, and I mean, there is so much that so many of us probably don't even know that that happened in Australia. You know what I mean? So this was my film, uh, the first film that I saw that actually touched on that. So I thought that was really good for them to put out there. Now, another thing that I really liked about this film is that it's lighthearted. You know, it touches on some heavy subjects, but at the end you leave feeling good. And I love a good feel good film. You know, like sometimes you need the drama. Sometimes you need like to just see what happened and like whatever. But this was like, you feel good in the end. It has a happy ending. And I think all of the women are still alive today. I'm going to show you kind of like an update, like where are they now that I found online. That's pretty cool about these you know, girls who were girls at the time that are now um, older grown women. So that was super cool. Now, um, another thing that was really interesting is that there is a love story there as well that kind of develops. And I thought that was um, super cute. And what happens, I'm trying to do this without like giving away too many things that happen in a movie because I'll spoil a movie in a minute on you. And I don't want to do that. So um, let me just go ahead and kind of give you just a little bit of info just on the actors, though, really quick that were um, in this. So um, right here, we have Jessica Mawboy. She plays Julie, of course, Chris O'Dodd. It's like the main American actor and like, like the biggest actor in the film. Sherry Sebbins, Miranda Tapsell, Deborah Malaman, and Kylie Belling. So these are all Aboriginal women. And I'm also really happy because a lot of the times in Hollywood films, and again, this wasn't like a legit Hollywood film. This is like an independent film, which is probably why they actually cast the way that they did, is they actually use like Aboriginal women. Like they could have just gotten like Black Americans like play these parts if they wanted to, but they didn't. And that is something that I liked about the film. You know, a lot of this was actually shot in Australia as well. So I really like that too. So that was really good. So this just kind of gives you like a gist of who the main characters are and everything like that. 
So let me just kind of talk about some of the reviews really quickly on this. So um, right now I'm on Rotten Tomatoes and the tomato meter gave it a 91%. So pretty good like review there. Then the audience score was 76% and that was out of 13,304 reviews. So I think that that's pretty fair. Like for me, I would probably put this movie at like an 85 for like my personal rating of the movie just based on like the subject content and like the acting. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. Like I would definitely give it an 85% and my scoring, like if you care about my little percentage scoring or not kind of falls like in between these two. So that was something cool. And then, um, they have this little update here. Um, sapphires, where are they now? So it says they, this is actually on the Australian geographic.com.au. And it's basically just like a follow up and they speak to the three original members of the Sapphires who lives whose lives this Australian hit movie was based upon. And um, basically it says Laura Robinson, Beverly Biggs and Naomi Mayers are the three original members of the Sapphires, the most popular Aboriginal all-female group. The movie, based on the band's true story, was the most successful Australian film of 2012. Laurel's son, Tony Briggs, wrote the play it is based on and adapted that into a screenplay. So it just kind of goes in to talk about the movie a little bit. Um, it, they were basically like, you know, a, a different version of the Supremes or whatever at the time, because that was one of the popular um, American performing um, bands at the time. And so it just kind of goes in to say, like, you know, in reality, Laura was already 21. Actually, two of the sisters went to Vietnam in real life and like one actually didn't go. And then there was something funny that they shared down here, which was, um, you know, they um, their parents didn't actually know that they left the country. So they were like, oh, we're going to go sing in Vietnam in this group. And they were like, OK, sure. And then like weeks and months pass and like they're gone and then they send them a letter you know saying where they were or whatever and then like when they came home they were like oh my gosh you went to another country you went to Vietnam we thought you were just going to another part of Australia or something we didn't know you were going to another country into a war zone like you could have been killed so that was funny to me and just the fact that like you know, when these men are at war, that they would actually fight in performers to kind of boost morale and keep the spirits up and everything. And I think that is interesting because it just goes to show how important it is to like um, feel good, you know, and, and have something that kind of like bonds, you know, people together, you know, during a difficult time. And the music was certainly helpful for um, the soldiers in these situations. But yeah, this was super dangerous. Um, you know, they did say that for the most part, when they were in the group, they weren't in the super dangerous areas. And I think the movie made it look like they were like right there, like at the like fighting line or whatever. That based on this article and some other things that I read was kind of like a little bit of a um, exaggeration or whatever. But nonetheless, they did go to Vietnam at a very dangerous time and were in some dangerous situations. But um, so let me just read this other quick little excerpt 
uh, about them. It says, Laura Robinson, we've been singing all our, our lives. We did concerts from a very young age and our parents were supportive and encouraging. The concert started for our families, but then we entertained people in the Shepperton, Camaranga area of Victoria where we grew up. In those days, there was no dole, just endowment, which was next to nothing. So just so we just kept giving concerts to raise money. And they were like 16 at the time. So they talk about how they um, couldn't work um, and, and, and the racism that they encountered by people, which again is touched on in detail in the film, especially in the beginning, they're trying to sing at this one um, establishment. And again, they started out singing country Western music and they're in this club and you know they just get treated awfully um, because they're black. So that was um, a pretty sad reality. But um, yeah, so it, this was a great article. So I definitely recommend checking it out. It's the Australian geographics.com.au and it just kind of gives more information on them. What pretty girls here, you know, I'm just seeing this picture. And again, like if I saw this picture, I would just think like, oh yeah, this was like some random 60s group from the States. I would never guess that these were Aboriginal women like seeing in Vietnam. Like I just wouldn't have never crossed my mind. So again, I love finding these you know, random facts of history that, you know, are easily forgotten and stories that are so small that um, people can easily glance over them. I like live for the small stories and um, the the great stories that don't really get told in a big way, because I think there's, there's so much value there and like so much um, that we can learn from these stories. So all right, guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this review of this movie, and I hope that you'll check it out. And I told you that I would share some places that you could see it. So if you have a Netflix account, you can see it for free on Netflix. It's not one of the upgrade movies that you have to pay to see. You can also see it completely free right here on YouTube, which is super cool. So yeah, I will definitely put the link to the uh, YouTube movie of this, um, the movie link. Um, so you can go ahead and check that out. And yeah, like if it's free and it's on YouTube, why not check it out? So again, I think you'll like it if you are interested in learning about other cultures and like kind of um, more independent style films that have like a real like storyline to them, you will probably like this. So all right, guys, thank you so much for listening to How They Did It and Why. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode. 